Hi, and thanks for listening to the Bladed Binge Podcast. Before we get into today's episode, I have two exciting updates to share that came after the recording of this episode. First, Bladed Binge now has a fancy pants website. Of course, you can go there on belatedbinge.com. You'll be able to find all of the episodes of the podcast, which also now have video versions on the episode pages of the website as well. These full video versions are also on YouTube now. You can find all the shorter videos that have been posted there. Those are on the website. Links to social media are on the website. Links to support the show on Patreon and Anchor are on the website. But even more exciting than that, you can now engage with the show directly by leaving a voicemail right on the website. Just click the tab on the right-hand side of the page to send a voicemail and have a chance of it being played on the show. Ask me a question, share your opinion, maybe a theory on a recent topic, or just let me know how you're liking the podcast. I want to hear from you. Literally. Second, if you're a Spotify user, you can now watch Belated Binge on Spotify. Yes, watch. This podcast has officially become an eligible video podcast or vodcast, I think is what the kids are calling it. You'll still have the audio version of the episode as normal. Working on some updates for that too. But Spotify users now have a choice to listen or watch each week. This is super new for me. So I may be trying some different things and asking for some opinion and uh, feedback along the way on the video side of things. When you see these as well as the versions on YouTube, you may notice that many of the intros don't have video. Don't panic. Don't adjust your screen settings. Because of the way that I was shooting for YouTube before, I just wasn't turning my camera on for the intros of the podcasts. Uh, in most cases, this is only going to last a minute or two, and then the camera is going to come on for the play-by-play -play segment. Like I said, the audio version will still be there. You may see two versions uploaded in some cases. The videos on YouTube will still be there. This is just another way that Spotify users can engage with the show. And I know some of you may have recently switched to another platform, and that's totally fine. Whenever I hear of opportunities for other platforms to support video, I'll be trying that too. Now, let's get you to the episode that you came here for. The Belated Binge Podcast. Hi, and welcome to the Belated Binge Podcast. My name's Zach, and I'm going to be your host throughout this journey. We're going to dive into some of the most iconic book or TV series in recent memory. Uh, in addition to their respective impact on pop culture, they also have one other key thing in common. And that's that I nearly missed out on them completely. Uh, when these series were at their peak of popularity, uh, I either thought I was, I don't know, too cool. Maybe I wasn't cool enough. Maybe I wasn't nerdy enough. Uh, maybe I was too busy, uh, uninterested, otherwise oblivious. You know, whatever excuse I gave myself at the time, uh, I was completely unengaged until many years later. That's the belated part. Uh, but now... I've come around. Uh, these have become some of my favorite, you know, forms of entertainment, uh, some of my favorite things to revisit. So now we're going to do that together. We're going to revisit all of them, dive in episode by episode, chapter by chapter, moment by moment, and take a deep dive into world building, character development, uh, you know, character, um, you know, what do you say, character motivations, uh, plot holes, some theories, themes. Uh, we're going to give away some meaningless awards. 
uh, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, that is the binge part. Together, they make the belated binge. Uh, before I, you know, get started on this uh, on this journey with you, uh, I want to give a huge shout out and thank you to Meg Digital for being our first show sponsor. Uh, Meg Digital helps local businesses get new customers through highly targeted digital advertising campaigns. If you or your business uh, have a need or are interested, contact Mark at Meg Digital for your free consultation. Just make sure you let them know that you came from Belated Binge. You can get in touch with them by emailing marc at meg dot digital. Again, that's marc at meg dot digital. So where do we start? Um, I guess I should probably tell you a little bit about me, um, since I'll be your host uh, and and uh, picking these things apart, these stories. Uh, how did I get here? You know how, how did how did this uh, podcast kind of come to be? So, um, I guess I would say, uh, and this is self diagnosed completely, and not even my own term. Uh, somebody else described this to me. Uh, actually talking about themselves. Uh, ironically enough, they are uh, a radio personality and uh, also had a podcast for <laughs> for a while. Um, but I am uh, an ex-radio person. Uh, I used to do on-air radio uh, as my form of a living, uh, but then I got a big boy job and I missed having a microphone. So podcast, uh, when this opportunity came to be, I was uh, super stoked. So uh, that's how I got behind this microphone. Uh, how did this, you know, belated binge podcast come to be? Um, so I have, uh, again, that self-diagnosed what somebody else described as an obsessive personality, uh, I guess you could say. Uh, now that doesn't mean that I'm, you know, a, a stalker, you know, in relationships. I have no idea what any of my, you know, ex-girlfriends are, are, are doing on social media. I am not watching you hang your new shower curtain from, you know, the front yard. Uh, what I mean is that I don't take in, you know, like a wide range of entertainment at one time. Um, generally speaking, uh, I tend to, uh, rather than go an inch deep on a bunch of different things, I tend to kind of gravitate towards like, one or a very short list of interests at a given time and go like super deep, you know, into them. Uh, you know, think the kind of conversations you would have to have if you were going to, I don't know, have a podcast or do things like that. But, you know, that means I also, I, you know, I'll have a, I'll jump into a, a, a fandom or something where, you know, if I'm, if I'm really interested in, you know, a TV series, I'm not watching five other popular TV series that are on, I'm, you know, usually listening to, you know, podcasts about that TV series that I really like, or, you know, going down the YouTube rabbit hole of people making videos and, you know, theory content on, you know, on that show, you know, that kind of stuff. So I, that, you know, in a sense, um, I guess I could give you a, a, a bit of a sports analogy because I've been this way like my, my whole life and, and uh, you'll, you'll hear some sports analogies on the show. Uh, spoiler alert. But, um, you know, I, I kind of got that obsessive, you know, stuff through sports where, you know, I would play, I played like all of the major sports growing up. 
So during the season, I was going to practice for that one sport. At home, I was practicing by myself, doing whether that was doing drills or, you know, just, um, you know, messing around, you know, out in the yard, just working on things for that one sport. And then I would play the games that were organized for that one sport. I would go home and I would be, you know, watching that one sport on TV. I would be playing video games that were that one sport, you know, and then the season would change and it would be a different sport. And I'd keep doing it all over again. But like, so during that season, I was like really head first in that one sport. Well, once, you know, uh, I graduated and real life happened. I was not a scholarship athlete. I certainly was not going pro in any of those sports. You know, that list of sports really dwindled because I found I couldn't like dive into each of them anymore as life, you know, happened in, in college. I was able to keep diving in because, you know, I was in college and I had less grown-up stuff going on you know I there there was plenty plenty of life things happening um but uh my free time was spent you know following the sports and diving into them plus I was also working in sports radio at that time so like it was also kind of my job you know to dive into those sports once it was no longer my job um you know I've actually narrowed my sports list down to aside from my favorite teams and following them in in some of the major sports Really, the NBA is the only one that I go that I really um, pay that close attention to from a league wide perspective um, at this point in my life. And I go super deep into that. I would say that the 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 people, most of the people out there that are more knowledgeable and more nerdy and dig more into just like what's going on in the NBA and have more conversations about stuff that will make you tune out of this podcast, like salary caps or uh, protected draft picks. Um, You know, those kind of um, snooze, falling asleep, I hear you snoring now because that's not why you're here uh, conversation. But the people that are going more into that than I am are probably paid to do it. You know, they're probably journalists. They probably work in the league. They probably... um, you know, have a, have a following that they're, you know, reporting to like, whatever it is, they, they have some sort probably of monetary reason, uh, to be more invested and more engaged in the NBA than I am, you know, in the, in the world of just like pure fans, hobbyists, like I go pretty deep and I put my other NBA fans, um, you know, friends to, to sleep with the conversations that I have. Anyways, it's just an example of taking of rather than following all of the sports and watching Sports Center for all the highlights and like knowing, you know, high level what's going on across all of them, I pretty much know a lot of what's going on in the NBA and a lot of nitty-gritty details and listen to a ton of NBA podcasts and kind of don't know, you know, what's going on with the other ones aside from, you know, just like what I get almost on accident. You know, it's not a concerted effort. So that's how you end up with a podcast where you're like digging into things and also how you miss popular shows and popular books and, you know, stuff like that in the moment that they're happening. Because when everybody, you know, is going crazy about it and it's all the water cooler talk and all of that, I was probably down some other rabbit hole on some show or series that I was 
really into at that moment, and I was kind of shutting out um, what was popular and what the masses were telling me to go do. So naturally, that means we have a lot of potential series that we can cover uh, in this podcast, staying in that vein. Um, because honestly, like when you when you dive into things, kind of like I do, it's a commitment to take in a new a new show. Like I have to uh, I have to see the the premise, or I have to have some kind of spark or some kind of reason uh, that would make me feel like I'm comfortable investing you know the time and the energy and like kind of psych myself out to all right if i get into this like we're gonna really get into this you know to the point where like it's embarrassing i won't even tell my wife how like uh how far down the the fandom rabbit holes uh, i'm going on a certain thing um instead i'm gonna tell you But again, there's a lot of potential series that we can cover in this podcast, which is what makes it really, uh, really exciting for me and and really uh, uh, hopefully something that can continue, you know, over uh, a long course uh, of time and have some have some staying power and uh, have give us a lot of options uh, to talk about. Uh, But we have to start somewhere. You know, we, we have to have that first series, that inaugural um, episode one, it's not going to be Star Wars, uh, a series that, that we start everything with. Uh, so that's what we're here to announce today. We're going to tell you a little bit about the, the show and what you can expect and how it's going to go. Uh, and we're going to tell you what series, you know, we're going to spend the next whole bunch of episodes talking about first. Uh, and how we got to this, I'm, I'm going to kind of, I'm going to try to build the suspense and make you, and really make you wait on hearing, uh, what, what series that we're going to start with. But, but we chose this series, um, you know, when we looked at the, the options that, uh, were being considered for the first, you know, the first series, we kind of got it down to a short list. And when we picked the one to start with, um, you know, we really the the factors that I think drove that decision the most were the fact that this series has stood the test of time. Um, you know, through some some ups and downs in the fandom, you know, the 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 fans of this series have really been engaged in that fandom for decades after uh, the series was released. It has a very vast world building experience uh a lot to explore a lot to uncover uh, a lot of things to discuss on the podcast a- along the way and these in the fans of this series have proven that they um you know, have an appetite and they have an interest in you know additional content even this many years later like podcasts and youtube videos fan fiction writing and there are artists there's there's so many people that are involved in this fandom and they've and they've really shown that uh propensity to accept new content new ideas and new perspectives and i think it gives us you know it gives us the opportunity uh with the first series to sort of spread our wings um and and try some things with a fandom that i hope uh is going to be receptive to what we're doing and so I guess, you know, give me the give me the drum roll. The first inaugural series that we're going to start with is going to be Harry Potter. 
da 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 yeah harry potter uh harry potter's the the series that we're going to that we're going to go with first here on the belated binge podcast and so before we before we dive into that i, I want to give you a little bit of uh, my personal background with harry potter and the fandom um i am you know to start with i'm kind of the perfect age uh to have potentially grown up with this series uh i me and uh, daniel ratcliffe the actor that played harry potter are very close uh in age uh, i was 11 when the first movie came out uh i you know so obviously the a few books had been out before that so i wasn't i wasn't the perfect age for book harry you know to to age with me um perfectly but i was the you know perfect age for movie harry you know to to age with me um and so the fact that i wasn't a you know a devout potterhead growing up um i i very well could have been i could have fallen right into the to the demo to be engaged with this fandom literally throughout my entire life uh but i didn't uh what i actually did do though uh as a kid is i actually read the first three books um kind of casually um i didn't remember a ton out of them um, but I did, I, I read the first three, uh, and I got, uh, a couple hundred pages into the fourth book. And then I just stopped. Um, I just stopped reading. Uh, and it wasn't necessarily that I, I, I don't want it to sound like I, I hated Harry Potter. Um, I stopped reading these books, uh, and went on to something else. You know, I kind of stopped reading period. Um, I was at a very, you know, I was at kind of a very impressionable age, you know, that age where you start to, start to kind of get an idea of who you think you want to be, you know, the types of people you think you want to hang around with, the, you know, the the stuff that you think you want to prioritize, you know, for, you know, your kind of your whole like teenage years and you think that's forever, right? You know, at that point in time. But, you know, at that point in time, I just prioritized other things. You know, I was going outside, I was playing sports, I was going to the pool, chasing girls, getting in, you know, my, my share of, uh, my share of, uh, kerfuffle or uh, a little bit of trouble. You know, I, I wasn't necessarily like, I don't want to try to say that I was the coolest kid or the, the biggest troublemaker in the world, or it, it, you know, try to tell that story. But I was, you know, I was kind of cool with the the cool crowd and the troublemaker crowd, and you know, uh, honestly, if I wanted to stay that way with the um, kind of that reputation I was, I guess, building and the people that I was hanging out with, you didn't stay that way and hang out with those people if you were if you were a nerd. If I'm honest, um, better or worse, I'm a flawed guy. I was a flawed kid, and back then, honestly, it wasn't cool to be nerdy. You know, like we, and and I mean nerdy, I say nerd as a term of endearment at at this point, because we're going to nerd out over some Harry Potter on this podcast. Uh, But back, you know, when I was growing up, the idea of people who read books and, you know, were into like comic books and stuff like that, like it wasn't as cool and mainstream to be that as it is today. And that's something that the younger generation has 100% gotten way better you know, than, than I did, you know, listen to me, you know, get off my lawn. I'm so old, but I mean, it just, it wasn't, you know, when I was growing up reading wasn't cool and it wasn't a priority for me. So I kind of didn't read unless I had to, 
Um, and that led me to stop reading Harry Potter. You know, by the time I graduated high school and was getting into college, I, I'd, I'd sort of righted the ship and got, you know, the wheels moving in the right direction for, uh, for my, you know, my life, I guess you could say. And, and it wouldn't have mattered if I did sit down and read a book, like nobody was going to be judging me for that or whatever. So why didn't I, um, and I'm going to be honest, uh, the reason for that is kind of embarrassingly silly, uh, and very personal. Um, but, and I, and I'm having a hard time saying it, the words out loud. So I'm going to do it through a story. Um, and this might not be a complete shock, uh, once this is out for everybody, uh, because there are, there are cameras, but, um, so pre pandemic, uh, my, my wife and I were going to a Halloween party. Uh, I'm not a big Halloween person. Uh, I'm, I don't tend to dress up and get very, uh, get really into it truthfully. Um, so what I tend to do is dress in something that's in my closet that I can just kind of pull off. Uh, but for this particular, uh, Halloween party, we decided to do our first like couples costume thing. And we both approached it the same way. We didn't go buy costumes. We didn't get, uh, crazy with it. We just found some stuff in our closet and, um, decided to go as Jim and Pam from the office. I don't know what that says about us that we had clothes in our closet that we could just pull off those looks. Judge us if you want, whatever. Um, but so for this, I shaved my beard. I, um, wore just a, you know, button up shirt with a blue tie, kind of that, uh, later, later season, um, gym look. I, you know, kind of parted my hair, um, for this Halloween party. And then we, you know, we went, we walked in the door and, uh, before I stepped off of the, the doormat, uh, some guy who I'd never met in my life, uh, who had clearly been there, uh, at least for a little bit, uh, and had a couple of drinks cause he was, he was, um, you know, happy, <laughs> uh, you could say, um, but he just screamed, Harry Potter! As soon as I walked in the door, dressed as Jim from the office. I wasn't wearing a cloak. I wasn't wearing, you know, scarlet for Gryffindor. I wasn't, there was nothing. I don't even know. I don't even, I'm not even sure if I was wearing my glasses to this particular party. I might have had my contacts in. But he just immediately thought I was there as Harry Potter. And he proceeded for the rest of the evening. Again, I don't even know his name. I'm not even sure I ever learned it. And he didn't learn mine because he called me Harry Potter or Daniel Radcliffe for the entirety of that evening. And he was a super nice guy. Um, but that's why uh, I never like came around to reading the Harry Potter book because that's not the first time that's, that's happened to me. I've had a lifetime of being compared to um, Harry Potter from a looks department. Um, and it's not necessarily been endearing. Uh, it was kind of a way that I was made fun of a bit, uh, as like a teenager. And even after, um, I remember my first, uh, official picture for radio where they were ta- putting the posters up in the, uh, in the entryway to the radio stations for the, uh, air personalities. And my hair was kind of long and shaggy. Uh, in that morning I was wearing my glasses when they took the pictures and I, I didn't, um, I think I had, 
I think I had recently shaved or at least didn't have, I didn't have a full beard. I didn't have a lot going on on the, on the facial hair, um, on that day. And, um, you know, people walked by that poster and they were like, Oh, it's Harry Potter. Oh, it's Harry Potter. It's like, I've heard it my entire life. So the idea of being made fun of about looking like this character and, you know, hearing it constantly, it made me not want to pick up the books and read them, honestly, because like, if you've been made fun of for being this person, like, why do you want to pick up the books and read about this person? Uh, even if it is a fictional person, you know, that reminds me even, uh, it, it's so easy for me, honestly, to pull off that look that, um, we did when I was working in radio, we did a, uh, we, the air personalities were asked to be in a Halloween parade where we went through town. It was a small town. I'm, you know, when I say I was in radio, I, I don't mean that I was Howard Stern, but, um, you know, it was a small town. We we're going to be in a parade and they made us, you know, we partnered with a, with a Halloween costume shop as like the sponsor. They were paying for the airtime. So we had to get a costume from them. And literally I, I just told you, I don't, I don't dress up for Halloween. I don't get that into it. I don't like go extravagant with it. So, um, what I did see is they had a little fake wand. They had like a black cloak thing that I could just tie in the front. And I was like, all right, cool. I'm going to just, I'm going to do the thing. You know, I shaved, I, you know, my hair wasn't super long, but I kind of like parted a little bit to where we could draw a little fake lightning bolt on my forehead. And I put, I put like a, um, you know, like a red, uh, like a red tie, you know, underneath the cloak and, there was absolutely no question that entire parade, every kid that I ran up to with my fake wand and, you know, uh, every adult that was, you know, pointing at the people in the parade, they all look, it's Harry Potter, it's Harry Potter, it's Harry Potter. And it, like, yeah. So anyway, uh, that's the embarrassing reason why it took me a really long time to pick up, uh, pick up the Harry Potter books. Because again, if you've been made fun of and compared to this character for your entire life, it's, it's hard to get the motivation to just uh, pick up the book and read about them and figure out why everybody's comparing you and, you know, making fun of you that way. Um, so I guess that leads us to, you know, how the heck did we get here? Why did I come around eventually? So, uh, like I said, I had read um, a couple of the books as a kid. I didn't really remember a lot. Um, I remembered more from the first two books. I didn't remember hardly anything from the third book. Um, I, I remembered the concept of Sirius Black and just the, like, breaking out of Azkaban piece. Um, but I didn't, I didn't remember like anything else about, uh, that book truthfully, but I had seen like bits and pieces of the movies a little bit throughout life, but mostly at this point I'm, I'm in my, you know, I'm in my mid twenties. Um, I'm living with my girlfriend, um, who's now my wife today. We we were living together and what I didn't want to do is, um, you know, when, when I came home, from work when she came home from work and we were like eating dinner or we were cleaning up around our place or whatever I didn't want to just have sports on all the time you know what I mean because she's not into sports um so unless there was a like a specific thing that I you know really intended to watch I I tried to find more um common grounds for the tv you know to just be on whether we were paying attention to it or not I've always been the kind of person that has the tv on for like background noise so I tried to find something that like she might have an interest into. And she liked Harry Potter. She's not like a crazy Potterhead or anything, but she's interested in the series. She um she enjoyed the books. And so I would I would turn that on and when I was paying attention, I was like, "All right, cool. I you know, it, it looks it looks interesting. 
Um, but what I found was when I was paying attention, I was asking a lot of stupid questions. What this doesn't, I don't understand. Like, what is that? What, what are they doing? I, how did we get to this thing? Like, what is happening in these movies? I don't get it. And her response to me ended up being all the time, just, you'd have to read the books. It's better in the books. You'd have to read the books. It's better in the books. You'd have to read the books. It's better in the books. Every time, every time I'd ask a stupid question, it was, you know, yeah, it, they, it wouldn't make sense to you. You'd have to read them. And so I, you know, I, I still wasn't a big reader at that point. I'm still not, truthfully. I, I'm not a huge reader, like sit down, pick up a book and read it kind of person. But I was working with a guy who became a really good friend of mine, still good friends to this day. He actually officiated our wedding. Um, I promise this is not gonna be a podcast all about my, uh, all about my marriage. He and I had built a relationship that we're, you know, we're, we're really good friends now. And he is a big audiobook guy. He would listen to them at work uh, when we were working together. All the time, he he listens to him on you know when he's riding the motorcycle. I can't do that when I'm riding my bike. My my pipes are loud. I like to hear them. I don't listen to anything but the sound of the you know wind in the pipes. That's my therapy. Uh, but he listens to audiobooks the whole time. And so what I did is again, I was about 25 years old, give or take. I I can't remember exactly. I, I might have been you know turning 25 or like just turned 26, whatever. I was in my mid twenties. And, um, at this point in time, what I was able to do is I went on YouTube and I was actually able to find the official audiobooks on YouTube and kind of, you had to bounce around a little bit from channel to channel. You might get, um, you might get Jim Dale in a video. You might get Stephen Fry in a video. So you kind of had to piece it together a little bit, but I was able to bounce from channel to channel before these videos were got, getting pulled off for copyrights. And so I was actually able to, I was at that time, I was at a, at that point, it wasn't a totally entry level position. Um, but I was doing, I was still doing a lot of data entry, uh, a lot with like spreadsheets. And, um, there was a fair amount of our work that was a pretty tedious, honestly. Um, and so you could listen to stuff and not jeopardize you know, your work and, uh, still do a good job while you're like, you know, kind of, uh, multitasking, um, with what you're listening to. So I did, I sat there, uh, and I, I listened to the audiobooks all the way through on YouTube before they got pulled down, uh, for copyright infringement. And, and that's how I read the series start to back, you know, um, all the way through for the first time. And since then, I've kind of become a Potterhead. Now, I'm not going to say I don't go up to people and, you know, shake their hand. Why? COVID, pandemic, all that. I, you know, don't go up to people. Anyway, uh, but I, you know, I don't introduce myself by what house I identify with. Um, You know, I'm not, I'm not wearing a bunch of Harry Potter, like, um, you know, gear and swag. And, you know, the, my office that I'm, you know, recording this from is not just, plastered wall to wall with Harry Potter posters and stuff like that. But I have, I have really taken a genuine interest in the series. Um, I've done some rereads. I don't know how many rereads I've done literally from chapter one all the way through to the end, but I've definitely done a couple going back to like key moments in the series that are kind of my favorite, um, you know, parts of the story. So I've done like several going back to those points and like reading to the end, uh, for sure. Um, and I've kind of like bounced around the books and, and really, you know, I've listened to a ton of podcasts, you know, 
shout out to a lot of them uh you know the muggle casts of the world the potterless of the world the fox and the foxhounds of the world the unspoiled you know of the world uh binge mode harry potter like a whole bunch of these podcasts i've listened to either the like i said the the muggle casts where they're just about the fandom and, and about the wizarding world and have done chapter by chapter stuff i've listened to you know just the chapter by chapter types of of podcasts you know in multiple different um uh perspectives uh if you will and and you know i watch you know theory videos you know super carlin brothers i like a lot you'll hear them um referenced on this by the way none of these people have any idea uh, what belated binge is they've never heard of it they don't know who i am at all <laughs> uh so they're definitely not paying me for these shout outs and they're probably never going to hear them but um you know they are also among kind of the the motivation to start this podcast as much as i enjoy it i'm like man i i really like what they're doing and i think it's really interesting to hear the the chapters you know broken down like this and i feel like we can do a fresh perspective of it and and that's kind of the the goal um i have done the quizzes on on potter more that is no longer a thing uh, but mostly it's podcasts you know youtube videos i've um caught a little bit of like fan fiction that is out there not a ton some fan content some fan made uh, movies type stuff like i've caught some of that stuff at this point i'm definitely more of a potter nerd than what my wife is and we started this with me asking her a bunch of stupid questions about the movies. Like I don't understand what's happening. So that's how deep we've gone in the past uh, uh, few years. And so I'm really excited to do this, um, to do this podcast series because I think we're going to do it just slightly different than the other ones that are out there that do like chapter by chapter, especially the ones that are um, current now that this isn't the first time we're not reinventing the wheel. Okay. Um, it's just a fresh perspective on like a chapter by chapter type of a podcast for uh, Harry Potter at this point. And again, we'll do we'll do some other series after Harry Potter if all goes according to plan. Uh, but the difference here is that rather than having the show um, the show designed around uh, kind of a common uh, way that this is done, that a lot of them have done, is one host is a nerd about the series. The other host is reading it for the first time, and that's a very common way of um, of these podcasts being put together and being done, and it works fantastic. Um, I think it's great. What we're going to do, we're going to do it spoiler full rather than spoiler free. I'll be your host. You know, we may be able to get some guests and stuff like that um, coming up, but primarily, I'm going to be your host through it. And what we're going to do is we're going to go through the chapter by chapter, but we're going to concentrate on moments that impact the entirety of the series and how how it affects the end game, how it affects um, you know elements of the story that are to come, some of the motivation behind it, things that we know upon a reread that we didn't know the first time that we read it and how those inform the stuff that's happening. So that's the lens that we're going to pick these things apart um, and go through them. And that's what I'm really excited about because I, I think that's what can give us our, our uniqueness. Again, it's not the, it's not the first and only time this will ever happen and shout out to everybody that's done it before. I just hope that it's a, a fresh perspective. Let me tell you about uh, how the, the show rundown is going to be. We're going to do um, multiple segments uh, for the show. 
Um, and the order of these segments might switch up from from week to week, but uh, they're going to go like this in the show. And all of these, uh, because I mentioned, like I mentioned earlier, I do have a background in sports and an affinity for sports. These are all sports themed in the segments, but you don't need to know anything about sports in order to get the show and in order to enjoy the show. I just like sports. We found a way to squeeze them into the format of a podcast that has nothing to do with sports. So the the segments of the show are going to be as follows. We're going to have our play-by-play, our scouting report, our foreshadow, our game of inches, and we're going to give out awards for game ball, red card, and fumble. And so what does that mean? The play-by-play segment is going to be much like in sports, how you have a broadcaster who's calling the action during the game with an analyst and you know they're talking about what's happening in the game that you're watching and that's in front of you. It's called play-by-play. And we're going to do it as a, as a recap of the chapter. What happened? What was the play-by-play? What, what was going on in the chapter that we're focusing on? Sometimes this is going to be very heavy on the actual events of the chapter, depending on how rich the chapter is in very important things to the plot. You know, we may talk about them one by one. This happened, then this happened, then this happened, and react to the things that are happening and talk about some of the motivations, the world building, all of that stuff. Sometimes we'll have a little bit more of a of a um, high-level view. If it's not a chapter that has like a ton of unique, like super important one by one by one by one by one, we might kind of look at it from a, a longer zoom and really dive into some of the main things you know, that impact the story that happened in the chapter. So you, depending on the chapters that we're going over is how that play-by-play section is going to play out. But that's what the play-by-play section is. Again, in sports, it's calling the game. For us, it's calling the chapter. Uh, and that's where the sports metaphor ends. So that would take us into our scouting report segment. Uh, so in sports, a scouting report uh, is kind of is is kind of a breakdown of like it might be a, a key player uh, that's going to be in a game if you're doing it as like a broadcaster and you're you're talking about their their skills their traits their num you know their numbers their abilities uh, their history you know that kind of thing if it's from like a team perspective and a coaching perspective a coach will hand out some like scouting reports that are evaluating the team you're about to go up against or the players on the team have their own little scouting sheets of like how to guard them what they tend to do what are their tendencies whatever that sort of thing in sports that's how a scouting report works in our show it's going to be much the same thing the scouting report is going to be focusing on one key character from that chapter and dive into kind of things that we learned about them the characteristics that they showed how they reacted to certain things and what that tells us about the character and what their tendencies are and what they you know what we're learning about them again upon a reread that is going to stick throughout or how they might change over time like you know it's really it's really just a focus on a key character for that episode that's the scouting report the next segment would be the four shadow uh, and there's uh, a couple of things going on here. It's going to be the four shadow uh, uh, segment. The uh, in the game of golf, if you hit the ball and it goes in a direction that you did not intend it to, it's going way left or way right or you know basically if you're afraid it's going to hit somebody in the head, you shout four. <laughs> That's as far as the sports analogy goes for the four shadow segment. It's also a play on words. Uh, what this is is a 
segment that talks about four moments that foreshadow something later to come in the series. Uh, the next segment uh, that will be in the show is called Game of Inches. Uh, this is used a lot in sports, um, particularly in like American football, because you actually have like referees holding like two sticks with a chain measuring, you know, um, that can be the difference between whether the offense keeps the ball or scores a touchdown or whatever. Um, a good example of game of inches in sports is actually this past NBA playoff season, the, the professional basketball league here in the States in the Eastern conference finals, it was the game to decide who was going to go play for the championship in this you know grand uh, tournament for the league Kevin Durant took a shot it was an amazing shot he made the shot and it was the end of the game and where the inches comes into play is his toe was on a line when he took that shot and that line represented whether that shot that he made was worth 2 points or 3 points Because his toe was on that line, it was worth two points. The teams went into overtime, and his team ended up losing that game. So their season ended. The other team went on to not only play in the championship series of that playoffs, they actually won the championship. If his toe on that shot had been inches, maybe even just one single inch, further back to not be touching that line that shot would have been worth three points his team would have won that game and they would have gone on to play for a chance to win that championship game of inches how's it going to relate to our podcast one small tweak one decision made differently by a character in that chapter what impact could that have had on the story as a whole on the end game what story would we have gotten if just one small thing had been different or had gone different in the chapter that we're discussing that's what game of inches is going to be and then we'll give away some awards um we'll give away the game ball i think probably most of they do this for like records and stuff like that um you know if a baseball player hits a you know a home run to win the game he might get that ball that he hit um, a, in a uh, American football game, if a quarterback threw like a game-winning touchdown pass, you know the the coach might give him the ball. It's just a way to uh, commemorate being key to your team. You could think of it as like an MVP award. That's what a lot of shows call this type of thing. Uh, we went with calling it game ball. It's really just who shined in this chapter, who's our winner um, from a character perspective for that chapter. We'll have the red card award which is literally the opposite. In it's American soccer for the rest of the world, it's called football. They when a char- when a player, not a character, receives a red card from the referee, they're kicked out of that game. And so, uh for our podcast, whoever we give the red card to, that's who we're trying to kick out. You know, we're trying to get rid of them. Throw them out. Um they were awful. They're the worst. They suck. They get the red card <laughs> for that episode. Uh, the final segment will be the fumble uh, segment, fumble award, if you will. This is more calling out the story itself or uh, decisions made in the story. It could be it could be overall plot. It could be a character decision. It just kind of depends. But this is where um, you know the the term fumble in sports, mostly here in American football, where the player who's carrying the ball is running, 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 and they drop the ball. That's a fumble. So 
for our podcast, where does the chapter drop the ball? Whether it's a, like I said, a character decision that's made that doesn't make any sense, um, an outcome in that chapter that just doesn't make any sense, something that happens that just, it doesn't make sense. Uh, it feels like it dropped the ball. These are, I, these, you know, the Harry Potter series, fantastically written. It's great for sure. That's why we, that's why we love the story is there a lot of things were done so well, but there are things that just don't make sense sometimes. Um, and we'll acknowledge those, uh, in every episode. So that's what this, uh, that's what this podcast journey is going to be like. We're going to start with Harry Potter. We're going to have those segments in the show. Again, you don't have to know anything about sports uh, to to enjoy this podcast, but there's going to be some those sport themed uh, segments to it. Honestly, I'm stoked. I'm I'm really excited to get this started. Uh, I can't wait to do this re binge uh, with you. So uh, be on the lookout for our first chapter episode. Uh, we're gonna uh, do just chapter one of Sorcerer's Stone, uh, the boy who lived. Uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention two things. Um, our podcast is going to have spoilers. As I mentioned earlier, we're going to dissect each chapter, the character motivations, the moments that, you know, had a big impact on the greater story and the end game. You know, if you think about this podcast, this isn't reading the series for the first time. This is a reread, you know, it's a re binge. Um, so there will be spoilers. Um, this podcast is also likely to have some adult content from time to time. We are starting with a book that you can buy in the kids section of your local bookstore, but I didn't read them until I was a grown ass man. Uh, so we're going to try not to let it get too out of hand. Um, but it's, the ship's going to run a little loose sometimes, especially as we get later into the series when things are starting to happen. And some of the, uh, some of the series that we have, pegged for after harry potter are definitely um not kids series uh so that being said um i hope you do enjoy you know do uh enjoy the idea behind this i hope you enjoy the harry potter series i hope you will enjoy doing a reread and i hope that you'll join us uh as we do ours um so please subscribe to the podcast uh if you would wherever you get your podcasts it will be available leave a review for us, uh, help us grow, help us be seen a little bit more. Um, if you're interested in additional belated binge content, um, go ahead and become a patron on Patreon. Patrons have uh, the ability to uh, receive early access to the episodes that we release. We're also going to release some exclusive bonus episodes for Patreon only, things like some theory deep dives that we're going to do along the way. We'll do like award recaps after the after each book. We'll, we'll kind of do recaps of the awards we gave away. We might do some uh, interaction type stuff there, maybe some mailbag stuff like where, you know, not everything is totally fleshed out on, you know, on the content that you're going to appreciate the most. Uh, but there's definitely going to be the the exclusive content and bonus content that happens over on Patreon. And we, if I can say this, I know there are podcast uh, communities uh, that have, you know, some pretty extensive tiers to their their patronage um and they've got higher dollar ones to to get into and that's definitely not shade we may develop those over time um who knows but we wanted to keep the um you know keep it more accessible uh to get this content that we're that we're putting out on patreon so please go visit us over there um we're also on you know social media um you can follow belated binge on twitter facebook instagram uh, our show segments are also going to be available on YouTube. 
if you'd like to see um, what you're hearing as well, that stuff may may grow over time as well. We may even get a TikTok. Uh, <laughs> let's, but we're, but we're starting. Yeah, th- that's where we are for uh, this this very moment. So aside from that, thanks for listening. I hope that you're looking forward to rereading the Harry Potter series with us, and welcome to Belated Binge. <laughs>